Lately, I've been noticing a trend on social media about having aesthetic friend groups or big friend groups or attractive friends that you can do fun aesthetic things with. And honestly, I feel like such random things go viral and turn into trends nowadays. But I wanted to talk today about how important I think that it is to have friends and people in your life that are not only good for you, but that can check you and put you in your place when you are kind of going off the rails a little bit. And I I know that there are different degrees of friendship, so I think today I'm going to mainly focus on, well, I mean, different degrees of relationship, I should say. But today I want to focus on like close friends, really close people to you, really intimate friendships and relationships, Um, your significant other, your parents, your siblings, your other family members, your best friends, your housemates, like those people. That's who I'm talking about today because I know that it's pretty unrealistic to expect this from all the connections in our life. If you do have this with all the connections that you have in your life and that brings peace to you and it, it works, then congratulations because that is that sounds perfect. But today I wanted to focus specifically on those groups of people. And when I say that you need to have people in your life that can check you and put you in your place, sometimes that can mean that these people might not say all the things that you want to hear. They might not give you praise all the time. They might not be like, Celine, you are the best person that has ever walked planet Earth and there is just nothing wrong with you and you are perfect and anyone who ever says anything wrong to you is definitely, it's their loss and it's their fault and it's their problem and you are never the problem and you do no fault in my eyes. And they might not be those people, but these kind of people that I'm going to describe today that I feel like everybody needs in their lives, especially those close and intimate relationships, are the ones who won't tell you what you want to hear, but who will tell you what you need to hear. I hope I'm making sense. And these moments in our life, I find that it's necessary for me to remind you guys and also myself that we need to be open-minded. The whole point of growth and development transition from childhood to teenagehood to adulthood and beyond is full of growth and it's full of obstacles and challenges and it's always always beneficial to you in this journey of life to keep an open mind to be receptive and to be responsive to your environment your surroundings your people and These moments can be confronting and sometimes triggering for us to hear. And I'm going to give some examples on things that I have been forced to work on because of the people in my life that I am actually really grateful about now and really grateful for now. But I was very hesitant and a little bit resistant in the moment. And it can be hard for us to hear these not so nice positive things from people that we love but ultimately when it's said with love delivered with love and the intention is just to teach you or correct you and guide you lovingly then they can be the most beautiful thing about all of our relationships and connections with our loved ones the ability to keep each other in check and accountable for how we show up in life is a special and very underrated gift I think it's very easy to be in your bubble, to be in your circle of friends who love you and who will worship the ground that you walk on, even if you are the shittiest human being alive. 
it's so comfortable. Everybody wants to be told that they're great. Everyone wants to be praised. Everyone wants to think that there's nothing wrong with them and they could never be the problem and everyone else needs to work on themselves. And if everyone hates me, then it's everyone's problem and I'm not even going to consider the fact that it could possibly be me. I could possibly be the problem. And so I think that it's a helpful conversation to have. I think it's very interesting and the more time that I have to reflect on my life and the direction that I want it to go in and all the people that are in it and why I want to maintain the relationships and friendships that are present in my life is because of this sole reason. It's like, I want to be better for myself. I want to be better for everyone in my life. I want to be better for society as a whole. And so sometimes that requires some introspection, some intervention on other people's part. And sometimes it can be kind of a hard pill to swallow but hopefully by the end of this episode you feel a little bit more open you feel a little bit more receptive and hopefully through hearing about my experiences you guys can find some relatability with some of the experiences that you might have in the future or that you've had also in the past I think it's important to start with we are our company you are your company your friends your family and I want you again to take this with a grain of salt because I will put a disclaimer that if your family are really shitty and you're working to be a good person that's not what I mean I mean you are who you choose to associate with that's that's probably the word the people you choose who you make a conscious intentional decision to have in your life are a direct reflection of you and so sometimes I find that when all of or 95% or 80% of our relationships and connections with the people that are in our lives that we chose to be there are shitty. It's a mirror of us, whether we want to admit it or not, whether it's painful or triggering or confronting to admit it or not, like they are you. You are who you choose to surround yourself with. And more and more as I transition into adulthood, I find myself seeking and gravitating more towards people who challenge me, who force me to grow, who force me to expand myself and to leave behind the former version of me and walk towards the best version of me and the version of me that I want to be in the future. And when we're comfortable in the presence of people who always are praising us and defending us, even when we're dead wrong, it can be such a dangerous and detrimental thing for our self-awareness and development and especially if those friendships end or you end up in a a different workplace or around different people who will then confront you and tell you actually you are a shitty person then you'll be like what what are these people talking about and it can be a really rude awakening right because you're so comfortable and everyone being like oh my god Celine you're so awesome and like everything you do is perfect and you can literally do no wrong like everyone else is a problem and if I get into another space as arrogantly and oblivious as I was in my friend group to these new people in this different environment it will be shocking when someone tells me the truth about myself when someone dares to be like actually you need to be put in your place because You are not everything that you think you are. Now, of course, I think it should also be said that you should not be around people who are constantly criticizing you. And I I don't mean like people who are like, Celine, you were late again. You told me that you weren't going to be late, right? I don't mean those people. Because if you're consistently late after being told that it's a bad habit to be late, then you will be told as many times as you need to be told by the person who's telling you until they've had enough and accepted defeat. 
What I mean is you shouldn't be around people who are like, oh, um, you could do this better and 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 this could be better. And if it's not in the direction that you want your life to go, like this is when it's wise to use your wisdom and discernment to know what is actually helpful and building you up and what is tearing you down to humiliate you, to degrade you, to make you feel inferior, to make you feel worthless. It's very hard when you've been told your whole life that you're perfect and you're fantastic to have that discernment, to be able to say that this is uplifting and this is encouraging even though it hurts or this is actually damaging my mental health, this is actually damaging my self-esteem. But sometimes it will be damaging to your self-esteem and still be loving. Does that make sense? And I'm going to go through a couple of examples and I hope that by the like time I get there, you guys will be on the same page as me. The realest people in your life, the ones that bring value to you and grow you, are the people who will help shape you into a better version of yourself. Friends that lie to you and let you walk blindly and arrogantly through life do not care about you and probably are secretly preying on your downfall. Now, I thought it was necessary when I thought of that to write it down because I didn't want to forget saying it. So I'm going to reread it in case it didn't hit the first time because I got a word for you. Friends that lie to you and let you walk blindly and arrogantly through life do not care about you and are probably secretly preying on your downfall let me give you an example one that i have seen recently i'm gonna name this person Aaliyah. sorry i'm just picking names that i that are famous people that i actually don't know in real life so Aaliyah is you know hopping from relationship to relationship and she's trying to fill a void of some sort no one knows what the void is but she's going from relationship to relationship playing with people's feelings right and she's she knows that it's toxic that she like draws someone in and then pulls someone back and then talks to someone else and makes other people very insecure about themselves this is Aaliyah and me as Aaliyah's friend I was like "Mm, okay this is like me getting to know Aaliyah still and I was like all right cool I'm just gonna chill I'm gonna observe I'm just gonna see how this plays out and at the time I was also with Aaliyah and a friend so we're gonna name this friend Shrek (laughs) I don't know where I'm getting these names from okay Shrek is saying to Aaliyah no that's literally what you should be doing as you should as you should like just go from relationship to relationship and like keep breaking people's hearts like it's fine like it's for the plot Now, obviously, when said sarcastically and with jokes, because I know that girls tend to do that as well, like, these guys were actually dudes, so (laughs) I don't know why they're girls, but these two, Leah and Shrek, are guys, so I should have given them both guy names, but anyway. And I remember just sitting back and being like, oh my god, Aaliyah, like, your friends are shitty. It's a shitty thing to do because not only does playing with other people's feelings make you not a great person, it's also your downfall because you will never get to experience the beauty of what it is to be loved by someone who intentionally wants to love you. So Shrek is out here being like, yeah, you do you, bro. Like, you got this. Like, you're hot. This is your prime. And Aaliyah is eating that up. Because it's praise and approval and affirmation from a friend who's secretly preying on your downfall. 
Like, they don't care about you because someone who cares about you will be like, Aaliyah, you need to back it up. You need to heal whatever it is that you are trying to fill. And you need to love people and treat other people with respect so that you can level yourself up as a human being and then attract someone who is going to love you and treat you well and adore you for everything that you are. That is what I would have said to Aaliyah. But obviously, I'm still trying to get to know Aaliyah, so I don't have the place to say this. But I was like, okay, cool. Now I know who your friends are. Now I know who your circle is. And that is something I don't want in my life. So I kept it pushing. And Aaliyah is no longer in my life. Do you now see what I'm trying to say? It hurts for Aaliyah to hear that there's a void there for Aaliyah. That there's a hurt that Aaliyah is trying to cover up. That they should be doing better. They should be a better person. They should treat people nicely. It's hurtful sometimes. It can be a bit triggering. It can be a soft spot. Which is why I think it's important to have a relationship with the person that you are receiving it from and giving it to. You know what I mean? If a stranger walks past me and says, Celine, that's a shitty thing to do. Don't do that. I'm going to be like, okay, sorry. Like, who are you also? Like, why should I care about your opinion? But if my mom sits me down and she says, Celine, that's a shitty thing to do. Stop doing that. My mom, I know, has my best interests at heart. She is preying on my come up, not on my downfall. So I know that, oh, my mom's checking me in this moment and it hurts still, it stings still, not what I want to hear right now, that I have a void to fill and could possibly need to work on myself. It makes me uncomfortable to hear that, but because it's my mom and I know she has my best interests at heart, I'm going to listen. Do you know what I mean? So it's very crucial that you have a good relationship in your life with the people who are checking you and the people who you are checking so that they know it's from a position of love my partner will know that when I'm correcting him it's from a position of love it's from a standpoint of I love you and I want you to be better because this behavior is not good it's not a reflection of someone I want in my life it's not a reflection of who I think you want to be as your highest and best self so you need to cut that shit out we need to work on this slime like this is not gonna cut it I'm gonna give you now a couple of examples of situations in my life now I've already worked on these so you can't even attack me for these now and I know that these are more common and more relatable so I had a friend of mine we're gonna name her plankton I don't know where I'm getting these names from but it doesn't fucking matter so the principle's still the same so plankton was telling me about how I'm always late right and we were actually having an open discussion in a group but this particular conversation was between me and plankton and plankton was saying you know personally i find it rude when people are well she didn't actually say this to me she said this in the group and then i kind of took it personally because i'm like i'm always late but anyways let me get there so she's talking about it and she's like personally i feel like when people are late to plans that they've made with me it makes me feel disrespected or like my time isn't important or that communication for me isn't important letting me know updating me about things and circumstances that are changing is not important to this person and makes me feel like this person doesn't value me and so I get put off by that and in my brain I was like oh my god I'm literally late to everything that we do not because I don't respect her not because I don't think her time is important but just because I'm a bit chaotic when I'm about to go somewhere like I'll be procrastinating 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 and then I'm like oh shit I have 20 minutes to get ready and then I never take 20 minutes to get ready I'll take like half an hour 45 minutes and it makes me tardy and it makes me late and even if I'm late for five like five minutes late or if I'm 20 minutes late like you know what I mean 
like I also wasn't like a communicator I wasn't like a text the type of person I was just like okay I'll just like show up when I show up now I needed to hear that was it triggering yes did it hurt my feelings a little bit yes it didn't even hurt my feelings but it's it stung a little bit you know when you're like ooh, ouch <laughs> and it wasn't said directly to me but I received it didn't I yes so instead of being like oh she's definitely talking about me she's adding me like mm, I'm so pissed I know that this person is a sister to me so them saying this comment is just them expressing hey I feel a little bit disrespected when my time isn't respected and it took me having to be open I mean it did take me like 10 minutes to get to that point in my head I was just like what is she adding me like is is she trying to confront me and I hate confrontation so I was just like in a panic at that point and then I chose to really think about it and I'm like wow okay what I'm receiving from this is that she doesn't feel like her time is respected she doesn't feel like she's worth communicating to and even though I haven't done that with that intention that's what it's communicating to her and she's a loved one of mine and someone I want to keep in my life and I don't want to keep disrespecting her so what I'm going to do is make a conscious effort now to be on time to things it's not something that comes naturally to me so yes it's a bit of a challenge it's a bit of a hurdle that I've got to get through it's a little bit of work it takes a little bit of extra effort and some consciousness in my brain however I'm going to attempt to try to fix this and resolve this about me because wouldn't being on time make me a better version of myself absolutely absolutely that's a one percent difference if today I'm late and I'm always making up weird excuses and whatever and tomorrow I become a better person just in that way in that tiny little sense in that one percent of who I am I begin showing up on time I start planning the night before what outfit I'm gonna wear so I don't have to be so frazzled if I wake up late I'm setting alarms I'm setting multiple alarms I'm setting um, myself into my car 10 minutes earlier than I usually would just in case there's any traffic or whatever doesn't that make me just a tiny bit better than I was yesterday not better than the next person but better than I was yesterday Yes, yes it does. That's the answer. Yes, there's only one answer and it's yes. So I say this to say it may be a tiny thing as if, you know, you're being late. Or it could be something like the second example. The second example, I was an observer in the situation and someone had made a joke about someone else's appearance and this person had basically pointed out to this person that like oh your like nose is like the size of xyz I don't I can't really even remember what the situation was about but it was about someone's appearance like their nose and someone else was like you can't walk around just saying shit like that about people like you don't know whether this person has this insecurity xyz and it's I think it's lame that you're pointing it out in public around other people I think it humiliates anybody and it's just not like an admirable quality someone actually said that and honestly I aspire to be the kind of person who sticks up for other people like that just because I felt like in that moment I was like that's a really cool trait to have to just be able to stick up for someone else you know what I mean and you could automatically see that this person was a bit triggered they were like oh shit like oh my god I did not mean to do that or like why is this person attacking me out of nowhere like it was just a joke and instead of being like oh my god no it was just a joke like you guys know me like you know that I wouldn't actually like dig at your personality this person was like oh I'm so sorry I didn't even notice it like that I did that I was I just thought it was going to be funny but I never even 
accounted for the fact that it might be an insecurity and that person has never done it since and we all have acknowledged that he has done so much better with that shit like he's not just absurdly (laughs) yelling things out anymore and this brings me to my next point bear in mind that these things will be hard to hear and challenging to break and rebuild newer and healthier habits but ultimately they allow us to elevate and keep us in relationship with the people who want to see us win if that person didn't want to see the person who made fun of someone win they would have just kept quiet you know because you look like an idiot when you try to humiliate other people in public when you're a hater you look like an idiot when you are a pick me you look like an idiot when you are a person who wants to humiliate others make other people feel inferior degrade other people whatever the case might be embarrass other people you look like an idiot you look like a hater people can smell insecurity off of you straight away like you're not covering up for anybody and so if that person didn't want to see the other person genuinely win and we're all like a really like close friend group anyway if that person didn't want to see the other person win genuinely they wouldn't have said anything but because I want to see you win I don't want you to fumble like this like what is this this is disgusting this makes you look like a hater it makes you look lame it makes you look insecure pick yourself up and now we've checked you and now we're holding you to that if you want to continue being in the friend group stop saying shit like that like stop and he stopped And it hasn't happened since. And on top of being corrected, make sure you are around people who then acknowledge and notice the fact that you're growing and that you're changing because it's, it becomes rewarding. It becomes satisfying. I was going to say satisfactory, but that's not the word. It becomes satisfying, right? It becomes like a little reward system. Oh, like you've improved in this way. And you're like starting to respect us more, Celine. You are showing up on time. And I'm like, I love this from you. And I'm like, oh, damn, this is good. I'm now seeing that like she feels more respected. She feels more like I've kept her in the loop, that I've communicated. And now if I am late, there's a genuinely good reason. And there's no more that, oh, Celine's just always late. Or like so-and-so is just always mean. So-and-so is always saying shit that's out of pocket. Like, people will then acknowledge your growth and who will congratulate you and be like hey man I really see your growth in this like this is great you also need that equally because it can be quite jarring to always be confronted with oh this is like not right this is not right even when the person is saying it out of love it's just sometimes it hurts to hear right because if you're in that cycle where you're like oh my god every time someone corrects me they're just pretty much saying that I'm a bad person like That's not the way you need to think about it. You need to open your mind just to receive what you're being told by the people who love you and then to respond accordingly. I am not afraid personally to check the people in my life and help them to see their blind spots that they may miss themselves. And people do the same thing for me. Everyone has their little blind spots that they don't even notice, their little habits, their little unconscious things that they do that they don't even notice. And it's helpful to have people who are on your team and want to see you win because they can see those blind spots and they can pull you up on it and reveal them to you that you can work on them and improve towards the person you want to be. If you decide, however, in this moment, in this time and space that you are in, in your life, to stay comfortable and with your circle of friends that are like, oh, you're so perfect and everyone who has a problem with you is the problem. Slay. Whatever people are saying these days. If you're around people that encourage you 
in the opposite way, you will find yourself extremely lost later on in life and extremely lost in situations external from the people that are always in your life. When you go to work, when you go to a new university, when you're trying to make new friends. And if these old friends, right, who are like in, okay, let me take you back to the first example about Shrek and Aaliyah. If Shrek is in a committed relationship with his girl and, you know, they're like vibing, they're getting along, they're going to get married, they're going to have kids if that's their goal. Let's just use that example. So Shrek at this point is doing so well in his life. He's managed to keep a stable relationship. He's uplifting all the people around him, whatever, right? And Aaliyah is continuing in these self-destructive patterns because Shrek was like, yeah, you go, you do your thing, man. Like, don't let anybody tell you anything. Aaliyah will wake up one day realizing he is so far behind where Shrek is. Shrek can ditch him at any point in time because Shrek isn't getting anything from this relationship. Shrek doesn't need improving. Shrek is doing his own thing and he's doing it well. And Aaliyah is stuck in cycles now. Failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationships because this person does not know genuinely how to work on themselves. And they're being lied to over and over and over and over again. If you're listening today and your friends are lying to you, like your friends have never checked you and put you in your place properly to the point where you almost want to cry or almost don't want to be in those friendships anymore because you find it so uncomfortable. If you don't have friends like that, please get a trash bag and throw your friends in the bin. Because I promise you... Mark my words, two to three years from now, when you are alone or living in a different state, living in a different city, in a different country, around different people, working in different spaces, you will grow to hate yourself. You will hate yourself and you have no one else to blame, right? Because those are your friends. You chose those people in your life. And if y'all just keep blind leading the blind all the way through life, you're not getting anywhere. And so if this is a wake-up call for some of you, you're welcome. Because a couple of months ago, I was actually forced to think about this. Are the people in my life building me, checking me, putting me in my place? Or are they just encouraging the bullshit that it's going to be a repetitive cycle and cause negative patterns in my life and cause me to be stagnant? What are the people in your life doing for you? If your siblings are just like always doing some whack shit and fucking people over and you're not holding your siblings or your friends or your cousins or your parents accountable for their actions they will be stuck in the same cycles forever like i feel like y'all are not hearing me i'm actually getting vexed talking about this because it just it makes me so angry when i see friends like this because i have friends that uplift me and that they check me my friends are like family so if they're like, Celine, that's a shitty thing to do to someone. Don't do that. I'm like, damn, damn, I really got to get myself together. Or if they're like, Celine, you can't sleep until this late every single day. Like you're not going anywhere. Look what you're doing with your life. I'll be like, okay, damn, all right, get up. And you best believe I'll get up at 5 a.m. every single morning, every single morning for the rest of my life if I have to, in order to be a better version of myself. I completely encourage you. I mean, you can do whatever you want with your life, but I encourage you to actually have a conscious think about it. And you don't have to cut off those friends that don't check you. You just need to make sure that you have friends that do check you and you can still hang out with the ones that don't. But make sure you are open and receptive to receiving things that can hurt your feelings in the moment, but that you'll thank them for 
in the future. The world is not the kindest place, and if you don't have people in your life to check you, you will have the rudest awakening when you get into the real world. Do not grow up to be that annoying and oblivious person that everyone is ashamed to be around. That's embarrassing. Don't do that. And it's part of our growing. It's, it's painful and it's discouraging. And some of the things that can make us better people in the world make us hurt and make us uncomfortable and challenge us. And sometimes we're like, you know what? Life is already so hard. I don't want people who challenge me. I don't want people who... I just want people who tell me things that are nice, that I want to hear, that I'm the best person in the world. You're never going to... Don't do that. That is a recipe for disaster. I promise you that. That is why it's equally important to have people who celebrate you as much as they check you. Celebrate the little wins. Celebrate the little developments. Celebrate how you're hyping each other up. If you're always with that friend, it's like, girl, text your ex. Just do it. Just do it, girl. Do it like, don't do that. Like, you need to keep that person <laughs> at a meter ruler's length. Okay, we're not doing that. It's 2023. Oh, my God. It's almost 2024. We're definitely not doing that in 2024. It needs to end. So you have three more months that I'm giving you to tolerate this bullshittery and then we're stopping. Thank you. And if you need someone to check you because your friends aren't doing it, just DM me and I'll check you. <laughs> and guys, I know it can be a bit discouraging when people tell you these things and you might think, oh, fuck, I'm a shitty friend or like I, these people think I'm a shitty person now. I encourage you to be open minded and not to take it so personally. But let it fuel you into being like, oh, okay, but after I overcome this hurdle, I'm 1% better. And it's always, always, always so much better to be 1% better every single day or every week. You can be 1% better or every year you can be a couple percents better and work towards chipping away at being the best version of yourself. The version that you want to show up as in this world. If you want to be successful, if you want to be kinder to people, if you want to be less judgmental, if you want to be more accepting, if you want to be an open and approachable person that people can come up to you and easily make friends with. There are some changes that need to be made and it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be dandy and it's not going to be sunshines and rainbows, but it will definitely, definitely, definitely be so rewarding in the end if you stick it through. Thank you for holding space for today's episode. I hope that that made sense and I didn't just go on a tangent for no reason. Um, I hope you also enjoyed the table talk for the week. I am trying that out. I think it's going to be so fun. And some of you have already sent me some messages on how much you like the idea of a mini episode. So do send me suggestions on what other table talks you guys want to hear about. I feel like that can be more of like a shit talk. Like I can talk about literally anything. Um, whereas with the main please don't leave the table episodes is mainly about self-development and mental health specifically so if you have any other weird things that you want to talk about like pop culture etc etc table talk is where that's going to be at um but yeah i love you and go check your friends go make a list and then come back and thank me <laughs> who needs therapy when you've got please don't leave the table okay actually wait i need to put a disclaimer because this can be legally very detrimental for me i am not a licensed therapist so do not take everything i say as bible and take it with a grain of salt and i am not legally liable for any decisions that you make as a result of listening to this podcast i love you i'll see you next week <laughs>